Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Fast 6. I don't know, is that the actual title, or is that just what we're calling it? Is this like Fast and Furious, colon 6? I don't even really know. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, so, yeah, this is, uh, we, we're almost done. We're in the home stretch of this Fast and the Furious uh Rewatch or first time watch, uh, if you're me, yeah, or anything past uh, three. Uh, it's been it's been quite a ride. Yeah, what a what a time, and your boy out here rewatching it for eighteenth time. <laughs> I know, yeah, you're you're doing the gimmick again with the Wash Boys, right? Yeah, that was a that's a whole thing. Javi told me that y'all are trying to watch three and four on the same day. Yeah, you're so we did you're one and kill, two. You're just trying to kill him. No, we're trying to get to the good ones. We're trying to get to the good ones, though. Oh, I see. So the third one would be super enjoyable just for, like, the the crowd, you know? Because we, you know, we're like, whatever. The boys hanging out. We'll do the whole thing. The fourth one, however, that's that's where where the lull comes in. Yeah. So we were thinking about just watching three by itself and then doing four and five by itself. I think that's the better call. You do three. Because four is boring. Right, and then you get five, which is whole another level. Which is when they really start to figure out what they're doing. Whole another um, level. But anyway, before we go any further into this, we got to make sure that we always remember our pickle of the week. What? Hey, kind of. There was a car in the background though, so like it's all. Well, sure, that's whatever. It's fine. Right, it can never be perfect, even when we get it right. All right, um, my, my my pickle of the week is cyberpunk red the role-playing game um it ha- it is finally out available at every bedrock city near you and with a free pdf um when you check out just let everybody let let whoever's checking out know and they can get you set up on that um, i got mine yes i got mine it is sitting right here i'm i am already reading through a good chunk of it it's great it's a fantastic book uh long anticipated um i like it Game's coming out next week. Yeah, is it next week? Or yes, is sir, it? December tenth, maybe. December tenth. Oh no, I gotta make sure I take that day off. Oh, <laughs> you already know. Too. You already match. know I got the days off. <laughs> the, the day before and after, or the day of and after, right? Well, the day before is uh, well, whatever. It don't matter. Yeah, right. We'll talk about whatever. It. Go on. What's your pickle, Ronald? Uh, I am picking Miles Morales. Uh, twenty-one. Uh, okay. Just, just a good Miles Morales book. It's a little story arc with uh, with his uncle, the Prowler, in it. So, oh, know. okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Cool. My turn. No, um, no. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm sorry. <laughs> my pickle is Batman Catwoman number one, <gasps> the, con- the continuation of the Tom King era. I love Tom King, and I like Clayman a lot, so I'm excited. And uh, Phantasm is the villain. So, okay, I'm excited. That should be cool. Cool. Uh, this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So, do us a favor and go do it. Um, let's talk about our events. Um, it is December, my dudes. 
so we are out here with events. So I, my new ones, as I talked about this last week, I have Keyforge on the 11th and I have Keyforge on the 18th. The 11th will be a sealed. The 18th will be some sort of a Christmas event. I haven't figured that out yet because it's a little tough to do my normal Christmas format virtually. So we're going to be figuring that out. Um, and then on the 19th, uh, on Saturday the 19th, we have um, our paint night, our monthly paint night. This is going to be uh, a freestyle event. So you can uh, paint whatever you want. Uh, you don't even have to purchase it at a bedrock, just as long as you come and hang out with your boys. Uh, and all these events are being held on our Discord server. Um, which you can find um, on our Twitter bio, uh, which is BRC Uncanny. Um, and our Insta is Uncanny Universe. Word. Yeah, that's all I got. I have a live sale tonight on Facebook. Um, we got a lot of cool silver and bronze age key issues, mostly Marvel. Nice. Um, that big collection that we got a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, some of them they sent off to get pressed you know yeah because they they seemed they were good candidates to you know be a higher grade and then so those just came back so we got a fresh stock of key issues and some cool hey. new bundles too hey. that's awesome and that is at 7 p.m tonight at bedrockcity.com slash live and then on december 19th we have that finally a date for that victor and nora um dc graphic novel live event it's gonna be our last one for a while because they're restructuring but hopefully it returns hopefully in person you know that'd be cool they're not doing any events anymore it's not like a it's not like bedrock city's blacklisted you're not gonna see any virtual signings slash promotions how could we be blacklisted when we when we're the the best best yeah yeah makes sense (laughs) but that one i really like that book so i'm excited for it we have Isaac Goodhart and Lauren Miracle. Awesome. What what day is that again? December nineteenth. It oh, is same as also, my paint. Why are these always on my paint nights? <laughs> you can never come uh, on my paint nights. It is at seven p.m. Wow. You know what time my paint night starts? Seven p.m. How Ooh. dare you? Well, Conflict if you if you're like us, I mean, uh, last time we had a couple people in the chat watching the paint night as well. So that's cool. Yeah. So. Because the paint night does not require, you know, you can divide your attention. So, right. Um, let's get on to the what I done did uh, portion of the show uh, where we talk about what we done did in the previous week. Uh, it was Thanksgiving last week. I don't even it think we was. really talked about it on last week's episode. I don't think we wished our listeners a happy Thanksgiving. No, we didn't. We sure didn't. We don't, we don't forgot. So, uh, we hope you all had a happy Thanksgiving. And if you didn't, uh, sorry. Uh, but anyway, um, what y'all do for Thanksgiving? Anything fun? Nothing. Just a small I went over family to my parents thing. House. Yeah. Lori and I went over to my parents' house, which is what we would have done anyway. Right. Um, yeah. So. I made mac and cheese. Nice. Super dope. Like always. Nice. In a pot. <laughs> the macaroni was in a pot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, I, yep. what did I do? I went on a, I went on a, a drive. I've been trying to do that to, to scratch my, uh, <laughs> I, I used to go on a lot of trips and travel. Can't be doing that. So I've been going on like once a month doing on like a, a day trip drive to not really go anywhere just to go and enjoy driving to the car and 
stop at half price books in some city and then that's it. Uh, so I went to Austin again, I'm getting kind of tired of going to Austin half price books, but, um, found a couple of, uh, world of darkness books that I was looking for. So that's good. Um, gotta go to Antonio. I did. I went to San Antonio, uh, in September. Um, okay. Okay. It's okay. Uh, I was going to go to Dallas. Uh, the thing with Dallas is that's a, that's a bit of a longer trip. So, that that's a longer i wouldn't be home till like late evening i try to get home by like seven so that i can still spend some okay more, you, you know um let's see what you mean i see yeah but uh yeah i'm running out of options so if you got ideas hit me yeah. up but uh that's that's what i did and also uh i spent more money than i should have on black friday oh what'd you get okay oh, god yeah. um so this is a whole thing. Uh, you remember that Tammy and the T-Rex Blu-ray I talked about mm-hmm. the other day, the 4K? Yep. So the company that puts that out is a company called Vinegar Syndrome. Vinegar Syndrome is uh, known for releasing cult slash forgotten slash bad slash that type of movie uh, in a very limited uh, capacity. And so their Black Friday sale is half off everything pretty much. Um, and they... Dylan, you you'll you'll get this as a Ron probably too, but Dylan as a movie collector or former movie collector, uh, they have this feature on the website. So when you do your Black Friday shopping, they're not going to ship it right away. Um, they're gonna the shipping is five dollars no matter how many movies you buy. So you you check out and then you have second thoughts later, like oh you know what maybe I wanted to get this one too, and you can just on checkout say add to previous order, and it does not charge you shipping. So I just did a bunch of little transactions for some. Oh, they get you. Oh man, they got me good. I did one like right before we started. One more. I was like, (laughs) you know what? Today's the last day. Let me do it. Let me get on there. I ordered like eight. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. And that and this is coming. I haven't. This is more Blu-rays than I've bought all year. Right. Yeah. I think I bought maybe two. So who's really buying things this year? True. But I got I got some good. Some good stuff. I'm really most stoked about. I got a copy of Rad on 4K. Listeners, if you want to go type in Rad Vinegar Syndrome trailer into YouTube, it is a 1980s BMX movie starring Lori Laughlin. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, in yeah. 4K uh, about uh, a small town BMX biker who's trying to get, get famous on the pro tour, but then the, the, big, the big toughs come in and try to squ- uh, squash his dreams. But I have a feeling he's going to make it. So Rad, if you go look at their eBay sales of sold listings for Rad, it, they sell for no joke around two hundred dollars. It's out of oh my rent. lord, very expensive. Four K, Vinegar Syndrome gets very collectible. Um, so they found in their warehouse two hundred and fifty copies with damaged slip covers, um, that they were going to just sell without the slip cover, and they only had two hundred fifty, and they're going on sale at twelve oh one on Friday. You know. Or eleven oh one our time, and I got one. They sold out in three minutes. So oh wow, I'm I'm hyped. I got one for <laughs> retail, you know. So Most get ready. It's pretty awesome. Rad. Yeah. What about y'all? You guys get any uh, any Black Friday deals? Nothing at all. I thought about it, but I'm saving money, so I did not. Oh yeah, you're well, y'all are buying a house, maybe. Yeah. Well, we've um, last week we you know, made an offer and it was accepted, but I oh, feel nice. like it's never done, done until you have signed the papers and move in. Right. Yeah. So, but that's not going to be for a few months of this being built. So it's just kind of in limbo now, but it's as it's like 98% happening, you know, unless 
they have to be some kind of economic disaster sure. for it to fall through. But That's I'm like awesome. at the point where I'm like, well, I want all this for the house, you know, so I'm not spending money. Like, hence the no PS5. Oh, sure. 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 Like, I, you don't understand. I added it. I followed IGN deals. I signed up for <laughs> notifications on yeah, on dude. Twitter. And they notify you every time it goes in stock somewhere. And like, oh, wow. on a few separate occasions, I've gone to a website and put it in my cart. Just to, just to know that I could. Everyone's complaining about <laughs> He's how like... Everyone's complaining about how hard they are to get, you know? There it goes. That's what I would suggest to any listeners who are trying to get one. Follow IGN deals. They, they'll they be like, Target has in stock now. And you can like rush over there, you know? It's not, it's easy. You can get it like within a week if you do that. If, but yeah, if you, if you're a little dedicated as opposed to just calling places and go, Hey, y'all, right. please. Yeah. It's way y'all, easier y'all to get online. Please. Trust me. But yeah, that's why I haven't bought anything. Um, what did I watch this week? I that's finished it. that HBO show called, um, the undoing it. The finale aired. Um, it's one with that? Nicole Kidman. And, I was like, that's the Nicole Kidman thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, Hugh Grant. Oh, okay. Do you like it? The, the trailer was yeah, it was good. it was good. Yeah, and it's only six episodes, five or six episodes. It was pretty short, um, so it didn't drag on too much. But nice. I really liked it. I would highly okay. recommend. Okay, that's. I don't think I have anything else. I'm sorry. Wow, I've been busy. I've been selling a bunch of stuff too. So I'm like an eBay store okay. now. How's that been going? It's going really well. I decided to. I did a little batch, you know, like I did like five items uh-huh. and I was like, this sucks because it, it just consumed a lot of time. So I decided to just list everything else at once, like wow. 40 items. So yeah, they've dude. all sold. And now I'm at the point where I'm printing labels and attaching them to the boxes and mailing them. Right. Um, so I'm almost done. Like I can see a light at the end of the tunnel. How hectic is it Word. to ship like all the other statues and stuff? Um, I've been struggling with, I think that. This is boring, but um, <laughs> it was either uh, take them all to a, it's a bunch of premium format statues, so it's they're big, you know? So it was like, take them all to a UPS distribution center, or yeah. but I think, but I think our strategy is going to be to take like four to different UPS stores, you know? Because okay. there's tons of UPS stores around us within 15 minutes. So I think sense. I'm just going to hit up a bunch of UPS stores, not overwhelm one. Sure. Like unload a pallet at a UPS store, so that's did, what we're gonna do. Did anything go just like way crazier above your expectations? Like selling wise? Yeah. Um, I'm not asking for dollar figures, but like, did anything just like whoa? This there was one. like an angel statue, which I think maybe it's rare or something, but it it sold for a lot more than I thought. Nice. Um, I sold my Spider Gwen number one, which is an Adam Hughes one of one hundred. That sold oh, wow. for a lot. I guess Spider Gwen's hot right now. Same with silk. All the spiders are hot, you know. Okay. Always. But but I'm almost done. That's why I'm taking a half day tomorrow to take it to take it to all those UPS stores. Wow. But then Word. I will I will be finished. I'm so excited. It feels good to unload like clutter too, you know. Yeah. So I've had these I've had these statues not displayed, just boxed up for years, you know. Um, for this reason. Right. And I feel like I can. Like I could just like drop everything and move now, you know. I'm going <laughs> yeah, to Europe. No well, that's 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 awesome. I'll have more interesting when I have more free time. I'll have more interesting. <laughs> You'll have uh, more what I what I done did. <laughs> I promise, Ronnie boy. You you doing anything? I got other than I got nothing. Okay. No, that was it. I'll make right. the mac and cheese. So. That's that's exciting. In a pot. <laughs> in, in, a, a pot. in a pot. 
Okay. Uh, so let's get on to the news. Um, Aladdin star Naomi Scott said to be in contention for female lead role in Obi Wan Kenobi. Glad it's not a male lead role. <laughs> sorry, go on. Apparently, are these real names? Oh, I don't know these people. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not uh, a thought, joke. I promise. I thought those were Star Wars names. Um, oh, I thought you thought it was one of those. Uh, no, no. Sounds like apparently uh, Thuso uh, Mabedu and Anula Navlakar and Naomi Scott have all received callbacks for the role of Riley. Quote, no, those are real quotes. people. In the, yeah, in the role of Riley. Scott is known for, uh, best known for the having starred in Aladdin and Power Rangers and most recently Charlie's Angels. Um, Mabedu uh, was nominated in the International Emmy Award for her role in what? I'm sorry, I don't know any of these things. This is a hard article. Yeah, is, is Thunsi. Um, while Navalakar is still a relative unknown and has not appeared in any high-profile projects. Um, so I'm assuming that Riley, the, the role that they're that casting can't be for, the name. Is, a, is a code name, right? That'd be yeah, funny be if right. they were like, and this is uh, Rebecca, right? you know, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it's in Star Wars. It's, it's no way. They gotta have silly names. Um, I mean, cool, I guess. I, I don't really have any Strong I mean, it's cool that um, literally every, pretty much every Star Wars female has looked exactly the same, you know, like yeah. white brunette. So True. it's cool that there's some diversity. There's Kelly Marie Tran, but we all, all know what happened there. Right. Um, and now okay. Rosario that's Dawson, like fault. Star Wars is diversifying. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's great. That's spoiler that's alert. Good. Sorry. Wow. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you didn't say who she was playing. We know that she's cast, right? She's I mean, she's gonna play. So we uh, talked about Dawson in the show. Anakin. Yeah, she's Bananakin. <laughs> what? Yeah. Bananakin. We did this news. We did this. Uh, Black Widow actress Florence Pugh uh, rumored to reprise Yelena Belova role for the Hawkeye series. Um, Yelena Belova will make her big screen debut sometime um, in next year's <laughs> Black Widow movie but we may be seeing the character again a lot sooner than expected. The Direct reports that Florence Pugh is set to reprise her role for the currently shooting Disney Plus Hawkeye series. Uh, They don't have many details, but Belova is expected to, quote, don a Ronan-inspired costume, similar to one, uh, the one Clint Barton wore in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you don't don't cast um, a really good actress like Florence Pugh and just waste her in one movie and that's it. They've done that before, yeah. though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'm glad they're not. It looks like it is kind of unfortunate that we're getting the spoiler, you know, because of the pandemic before the movies come out. Yeah. I kind of thought she might die based on the whole vest situation. There's a whole vest. Um, Vestgate? Conspiracy. Vestgate. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know how uh, Natasha is wearing her vest in Infinity War? Oh, it's okay. it's Elena's vest. And I'm like, oh, maybe she died because dies in this one, and she's wearing it as Bequeathed a tribute it, or bequeaths yeah. it to her. Or but something. it appears as if she does not die, which is good because that means they probably signed her for a billion picture contract, right? Um, and confirming what we talked about, I think last week and maybe the week before, Fantastic Beast three news: <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen is officially on board to replace Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. Uh, Wonder Brothers has now officially confirmed that Maz Mikkelsen has signed on to replace Johnny Depp as uh, Gellert Grindelwald in the third Fantastic Beast movie. 
This, uh, the trades first reported that the Hannibal actor was in talks to join the franchise as the villain a couple of weeks back, but Mickelson seemingly dismissed these, uh, dismissed his involvement as quote rumor in a recent interview. The movie was recently, the movie recently uh, had its release date pushed back and will now hit theaters on July 15th, 2022. <laughs> one whack Jesus. after Captain oh. Marvel 2. Uh, so the article says one whack, W-A-W-E-K. Um, that's good. And honestly, I think Mads Mikkelsen is better than Johnny Depp for this role anyway. So let's let's spend all the money and like digitally replace Johnny Depp in the previous ones for all digital versions of the movie. Ooh, I like that it. idea. Let's let's do it. I like Mads. He's Mikkelsen. barely in them. Yeah, it exactly. wouldn't be hard. Do it. Just do it while you're filming this crap. You know, like for real, huh? I, I like Mads Mikkelsen a lot. Uh, Hannibal <laughs> is amazing, and he's amazing in it. Um, he is good at it. He's so good in that man. And this is coming from someone who was like really on board to hate Hannibal. I well, I are like, you not a Hannibal Lecter fan? Oh no, no, I love Hannibal Lecter. I love. Oh, uh, I see what you Hannibal, mean. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I didn't you. like I the you. Hannibal Rising movie they made. It was terrible. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. You know, but this, I was like, this is going to be terrible. And I watched it, you know, like this, <laughs> you know, uh, with my arms crossed, sort of like I did with the first Exorcist TV series season. And it's like, oh, this sure. is great. Sure, sure, sure. This is amazing. Um. But anyway, but that's lucky, I mean, speaking of good actors wasted in one Marvel movie, Caecilius. Yeah, Caecilius. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, what, look at that role. Do you need Caecilius back? He might Anyone come back. Could have played that. Huh? Yeah. He yeah, might come could back. have been anybody. He might come back. Um, yeah, him and Crossbones. <laughs> they're going to team up. Yeah. In a pot. Um, Hawkeye. <laughs> it looks like uh, shooting will begin in New York as soon as next week. This probably should have been before the... Um, yeah, right? I was like, uh, the other article says it's... We know that. Um, like Marvel Studios, the Disney Plus TV shows, uh, Kevin Feige and company uh, are working on all have been hit by delay thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic. However, production is finally starting to ramp up. And with Ms. Marvel currently shooting in Atlanta, it appears that uh, Hawkeye might be next. As you can see below, signs have gone up in Brooklyn, uh, confirming that shooting will begin <laughs> on the series as soon as next week. This is a uh, pleasant surprise, and depending um, who will be present on set, we could be in store for some very exciting reveals. Um, good. I mean, it looks like they are prioritizing these TV shows. So it's weird that it's like about to start shooting, and we still haven't gotten confirmation about Kate Bishop. I know, right? Like everyone yeah. saying it's uh, Haley Steinfeld, but it's not. It has it's not, not confirmed. been confirmed. I wonder if it's like there's some last minute negotiations happening or i i won't believe it until the mouse tells me <laughs> right, of course um i mean a deal could fall through you never know that that yeah. is true. i hope it's her though i mean things have happened like that before right like um with directors and stuff maybe not with actors that i can think of walking phoenix but... was going to be dr strange i remember when that news came oh, out. oh yeah okay dodged a bullet yeah right <laughs> I do. There is Joaquin Phoenix news later on in the in the in the, yes. Ooh, the list here. My favorite. Um, the New Mutants has become a surprise sleeper hit on VOD platforms. The Marvel Comics adaptation has gone straight to the top of Voodoo and Fandango Now charts for the week, ending November twenty second. Not a bad result considering it debuted on the seventeenth. Um, whether this will actually help the film uh, turn a profit remains to be seen. But with <laughs> results like this, it could be a while before we. Uh, get to see the movie hit Disney Plus. 
Uh, that's good. Good for New Mutants. Uh, I've I've noticed a lot of people on my Facebook and Twitter and uh, other finally things. Finally watching happened. it. Finally. The problem it. is that nobody's actually liking it, though. That's true. Yeah. I mean, they're all like, people are like, okay. right. Is male or okay? Well, I mean, it, Dude, well, it is okay. That's the thing. Yeah, like, it is, it is okay. okay. Like, but, you know, it's a new movie and I, I had a good time. I, maybe I would have felt the same way if um, I had watched it at home instead of in the theater, you know. Sure. I think definitely this this being the first movie we saw, um, after the pandemic, you know, started after so many months, definitely helped our experience. Had to have, right? Yeah. So at least a little bit. You know, I enjoy it. It's. I mean, I I'm not gonna buy it. Well, not not it, not it. I'm hoping price. the last holdouts watch it on Disney Plus if it comes out for free. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been talking about it with people in store too, and a lot of people have been asking, "Is it worth the rental price?" and stuff like that. And I was like, "Yeah, I think so. I think it's worth the rent for sure." I mean, I don't know if it's is it is it one of those like crazy high price rentals or is it normal rental? I'm not sure if it's even for rent right now. It might just be oh. purchase, but um. I agree that it would be worth a rent. That's what, I think it might even be better at home because you're less invested, you know? That's probably yeah. true. Um, Godzilla, speaking of going to streaming, Godzilla versus Kong will likely head to streaming as Netflix and HBO Max put in offers. Bro, let's um, go. It's been a long time since we've had an official update on Adam Wingard's King of the Monsters follow-up, which had naturally led to the assumptions that the movie had been pushed back and would hit theaters in later 2021 or sometime in 2022. However, the Hollywood reporter now reports that a streaming debut is more likely. According to the trade, Netflix put in an offer of more than $200 million for the film, which Warner media blocked uh, as they prepare a counter offer for the rights to send it to HBO max legendary uh, declined to comment. But a Warner Brothers spokesperson said, quote, we plan to release Kong versus Godzilla theatrically next year as scheduled. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Well, mm. I this this movie totally I mean, OK, I understand the spectacle aspect of it would be helped by theaters. But I think I think this movie could do pretty well on streaming, honestly. Yeah, just let me watch it. This is this is a <laughs> prime candidate for let me rent this movie for five dollars and. This this could be top of the charts. Yeah, because I'd watch it at home. I would too. Same. Yeah, but I agree I, that I, I think it uh, is more fit for a theater. I wouldn't in, be in ideal circumstances for this, though. I would not want to rent out a theater for this. No, but I mean, like in I would, though, if, in twenty nineteen. Well, sure. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But now, I mean, I wonder if this. I and mean, we've been talking about this, you know, like. What if they release it on streaming and then and then also theatrically? That's nah. you, no. Go watch it at that point. This isn't a Wonder Woman situation. I'd rather just go. I'd rather just watch it home, <laughs> unless it blows the doors down. But there's no. See, but my problem is that like if we had AMC Stubs, yeah, of course I go. Like if the like the Watch Boys are like, let's well, go watch different. versus Godzilla. But like, yeah, sure, let's go. Easy. So, yes, if we had Stubs, sure, I'll go. But see then. Anything. There might be random dirty people in the theater. Random who? Like, you know, COVID idiots in the theater coughing it up. Oh, no, I meant like in 2022. 
Right. If it's like if they release it and it's like everybody's good now, the vaccine's been out for a hot minute. Oh, post pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, Regal Cinemas get a big cash injection. Um, we haven't had movie theater news in a while, actually. Um, Regal Cinema chain operator Cineworld Group has managed to avoid bankruptcy and secured a lifeline, secure, uh, securing a new debt facility of $450 million, according to the Wall Street Journal. Um, Alicia Kornashevitz, uh, chair of Cineworld Group, says the board is confident this additional liquidity will preserve and maximize shareholder value over long term. Basically, the move allows Regal the last of the major chains in North America that has held out from signing up uh, to a premium VOD deal to carry on for some time yet, even though the group's cinemas will remain closed until 2021. Assuming a reopening of cinemas no later than May 2021, the company expects to have, quote, sufficient uh, liquidity for 2021 and beyond. If cinemas stay closed longer, it may require more lender support by next fall. Well, I think May 21 is a reasonable goal to open up re- some more Regals. Find time for Black Widow? Uh, if, assuming it comes out then, yeah. Um, it's nice that a Europe, European company can get financial aid, you know? Well, yeah. AMC's not going to get that, you know? Not, not in America. This, not not but, this year, anyway. I mean, it's good that we're benefiting from, you know, overseas right this is like this is your preferred chain too yeah so yeah this this is my this is my chain i'm excited (laughs) i hope they're the last man standing what if what if regal buys just kidding (gasps) don't tease me like that the whole pandemic will have been worth it (laughs) just kidding kidding. oh man that that would be amazing though if if uh theater wise that is my ideal situation i want them to number one have to you know survive number two they're doing so well they buy that theater and number three they feel more competitive and have to come out with a better um subscription you know oh you i'm not trying to play that surcharge you better believe once once theaters are back enough and movies are coming out a little bit more everyone's gonna have a good subscription everybody oh yeah most definitely because they're gonna try to get everybody's yeah and i will gladly pay what were what were we paying for subs? I don't even remember. It's so twenty long. bucks. Was it twenty? Yeah, twenty bucks a month. Yeah. Twenty a month. But like for that's three so movies worth a week, it. like Easy. that's amazing. Easy. You know, it's like a fever dream at this point is Movie Pass. Like Someone, I feel like I we're gonna talking to somebody about Movie Pass. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like was... we're gonna look back in ten years and be like, we paid eight ninety nine and saw unlimited movies for a while, <laughs> I, yeah, I think, for a short I, while, for, for a, a hot beautiful, minute, yeah, for a beautiful I, few months. I think it was Frank. Frank, I think I was talking with Frank about Movie Pass, and I was just like, "Yeah, dude, like that was such a weird." There's no like, <laughs> yeah, that was a wild time, dude. doomed to fail, right? Yes, I mean, I had two. Like, <laughs> it's just funny, like, <laughs> yeah, dog. No, we're I, gonna try and explain that to people when we're older, and they're gonna be like, "But how was that supposed to work?" And we're gonna be like, "I don't know." We yeah, but then it. like in the then future, they're like, it'll be something even crazier than like the eight ninety nine. It'd be like. It's just crazy to me that like the whole way if you if you never had movie pass, the way it worked was you paid this nine dollar fee a month and you could see unlimited movies at any theater you want. And the way it works is <laughs> yeah, you, you download the movie pass app and you boot the app up 
you pick when you're at the theater when you have to be ready to go to the theater so you go pull it up at the theater and you say what movie you want and they've sent you a movie pass credit card or debit card essentially and they pre when you say what movie you want to go to they put the money on that card yeah will swipe it and buy it like a normal ticket so they're just giving you money to buy tickets <laughs> you're wild, paying 8.99 in exchange for more money it's right. wild i'm giving you $9 for hundreds it in return th- thousands <laughs> well i mean just me personally yeah <laughs> you know like and and were there there weren't restrictions on like 3D and like premium form, no. were there? Not not towards at the, the beginning. end. Towards, towards the, the end, end, yeah, there was. But at, for the for the golden hour, there was. The golden, it was golden hour. It was a, a beautiful time. Like, all right, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to Dolby. How much does it cost? I don't know. Nine dollars a month. Let's let's <laughs> go. I will see anything. Anything. <laughs> yeah, that was wild, dude. And I mean, and then and that was like Stubbs came out like. There was a little bit of a window where we didn't have a good subscription service. Just a little bit of a window. Right. It was small. Like maybe two weeks. Because Cinemark had theirs. Theirs sucks. Cinemark's is terrible. Yeah, Cinemark's is garbage. It's $10 a month and you get one movie. I mean, Yeah, one movie a week or or whatever. No, No, it was a month. month. One movie a month. And discount on popcorn. So for the price of a ticket, you get a ticket (laughs) and some popcorn. Like, I mean, okay, I guess. That's fine, but like compared oh, to Movie Pass, if they just if they had just come out with that without Movie Pass existing, I would have thought it was all right. But it's like you mm-hmm. can't you can't try to compete with Movie Pass with this. Get out. Not with this. Oh, no. Not with this. Um, but anyway, Freaky, which we talked about a couple weeks back, has been officially dated for an at-home release. Um, we've been a little unclear on the exact at-home release date for Happy Death Day director Christopher Landon's new slasher, Freaky which is currently at the top of the box office charts for the second weekend in a row. Um, we knew the film was coming to premium VOD either at the end of November or the start of December. And today we finally got a firm date. Universal is bringing Blumhouse's glory, uh, I'm sorry, gory slasher comedy home on December 4th. That's right. exciting. Um, if you this is week. Yeah. That's this Friday. That is this Friday. Yep. Freaky Friday. Uh, <gasps> if, you see, if you didn't see it, which you probably didn't, because you shouldn't be going to theaters unless you're renting one. Um, you should totally rent this movie. Worth your time. Yeah, definitely, most definitely. Agreed. I will say, I think it's going to be a as normal a purchase only for first yes, couple weeks and then rent later. I would say it if you if you like Happy Death Day and all the other Blumhouse things, it's a safe buy. If you've bought other ones, this is a safe buy. Um, if, if agreed, if you've never bought them, maybe wait. Hey, get some friends together. You know, watch. Yeah, your, if watch you have a group. The more people you have, like if you have like a family of four or something, it makes it more worth it, you know. Right. Def. Um, Jay Z is producing thriller Forty Acres for Netflix, uh, described as Get Out meets The Firm. Um, Jay Z is set to produce an upcoming film adaptation of Dwayne Alexander Smith's novel Forty Acres for Netflix. The rap legend, editorializing, um, <laughs> who previously uh, produced the all black western The Harder They Fall is currently collaborate, collaborating with Luke Cage creator Cheo Hadari Coker for the film and has been described as a cross between The Firm and Get Out, as per deadline. Um, Smith's novel tells the story of a civil rights attorney who has, uh, who has to fight for survival after being indicted, I'm sorry, invited to join an elite black organization uh, with a surprising secret. Uh, Jay-Z will produce the thriller alongside Capital Entertainment's Aaron Kaplan, Niles Kirchner, and Bill Strauss. 
while the project is being executive produced by Dana Honor for Capital, uh, Smith, and Mike Epps. Hmm. Um, I've never read this book. I don't know anything about it, but um, I'm in for it. I, that sounds like an interesting premise. There has to be a twist, right? Like, of course. I don't. I don't see the get out part. Right. Well, <laughs> based on that, uh, an elite black section. organization with a surprising secret. There's your. You know, What's the secret? It's run by white people. <clears throat> oh yeah, that might be it. Yeah. As long as Jay Z and Beyonce aren't in this. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know they're making cameos in this. You, movie. you, you know, no. you know, Hova's got to be in. Oh, they are. They're gonna be in a background somewhere, like in a diner or something. Smoking a cigar. Blue Ivy's so, gonna be in something. it too. Yeah. Of course. Um, maybe maybe we'll read this book and we'll resurrect book club. Um, I'm glad like producing stuff like this is more of a hot commodity now. You know, like right. I feel like more and more celebrities and high profile people are moving to television and streaming. I know that's been the trend for years now, but like, it's like same level as movies at this point. No, absolutely, it is. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is in talks for Ari Aster's next horror film. Oscar winner Joaquin Phoenix has reportedly entered negotiations for the lead role in Hereditary and Midsummer director Ari Aster's third film, Bo is Afraid, reports Discussing Film. The surrealist horror film will reportedly center around an extremely anxious man named (laughs) Bo, um, who has a fraught relationship with his overbearing mother due to the absence of a father he never met. Bo then learns of the death of his mother under mysterious circumstances, and upon traveling home, makes an alarming discovery about his past. During his journey, he runs into various crazy supernatural threats. Aster will helm, write, and produce uh, the project via his Square Peg production banner, just like his previous two films. Uh, no distributor is currently attached, but A24 is the most obvious home. Um, okay, obvious. that description is literally Joker. Sounds- That's Joker, right? Okay, okay. what's like everything that you like said? Joke. Overbearing mother, absence of a father, death. Didn't the mom die in that movie? I don't remember. In Joker? She did. She died. She did. Towards and the end of it, but she died. A discovery about his past, so that who his dad was. Right. Um, Astor's making Joker too. Crazy supernatural threats. That's not Joker, but it could be. What I mean, if? it could be. What if? What if he's just remaking Joker, dude? That's he's secretly remaking Joker or making Joker too. What if? It's Joker. It's just a remake of Joker without the Joker skin. You know. <laughs> I love it, dude. I mean, it's um, Ari Aster, so I'm sure because you know it's gonna be good. It will be good. Um, Walking. Phoenix I think it'll be Joker, but more tactfully done. I don't really like Walking Phoenix all that much. I mean, he's good in things, certainly, but uh, I. I'm he just I'm just not a big fan. Like I like Joaquin Phoenix as acting. Right, I don't want to sure. hang out with him, but um, no, he's definitely he's a good actor for sure. But I just don't want to deal with press tours and watching him talk about this movie and just for sure. I mean, this but, could have been anybody, of course, in this role, you know, because I would watch an Ari Aster film with no matter anybody what. in it. Yeah, right, exactly. He's 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 earned enough you know, trust from those two movies to just like, yeah, sure. I'll see anything. Even if you didn't like those movies, you know, there's quality there, you know, like there's artistry being put forth into the horror genre, you know, Kino. Um, So from one Kino to the next (laughs) Clifford, the big red dog movie (laughs) teaser introduces the lovable giant Labrador. There is a Clifford, the big red dog movie coming out next year. 
and we know this because Paramount has just shared the first teaser. Uh, <laughs> the live-action CG hybrid adaptation is based on the Scholastic Children's Book series by Norman, Norman Birdwell, Bridwell, um, and stars Darby Camp uh, from Big Little Lies as a little girl who acquires a very special pup from a magical animal rescuer, played by John Cleese, um, before embarking on an adventure around NYC with her new 10-foot pal and her uncle, played by Jack Whitehall, along for the ride. Um, I uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog books as a kid, of course. Um, same. But mm-hmm. he looked weird in this teaser. I mean, not, not, he to Sonic, weird, dog. not to Sonic the Hedgehog this, but like he looks really weird. He just looks very CGI, you know? Yeah. That Twitter, looks like Twitter that Harrison Ford movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Call, what was that movie called? Call the Wild. Call the Wild. Yeah, Twitter it looks like was that like, dog, but red. Remember when that dog was like making faces and like doing comedic business <laughs> to the camera, like looking like breaking the fourth wall? Like, excuse me. Um, yeah, Twitter was is, all up on it, just like this come is on, Sonic fans, right? This is a movie that I'm sure we won't see or review for the podcast unless, again, we're starting for content. Yeah, right. Um, but anyway, um, sure. Why couldn't they just get a real dog and make it big? Cu- make it red not you don't have to dye it but just like digitally make it red yeah yeah i guess people want faces huh like expressions i guess so but maybe like it's like an animal rights thing of like maybe you can't really have a lead actor animal anymore maybe i don't know maybe it's falling out of fashion Hmm. because you don't really see it anymore you know you see dog real dogs in things but not like lead in a movie you like you used to not air bud and right 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 right. not like that what about air buddies air buddies yeah i I loved air bud when i was a kid (laughs) um wonder woman 1984 global release dates revealed ahead of its december 25th hbo max day but um (laughs) thanks to the ongoing pandemic wonder woman 1984 will be released simultaneously in theaters and on hbo max christmas day However, as the streaming service is currently exclusive to the U.S., the DC Comics sequel will be headed to theaters overseas starting December 16th. That's really So not, not simultaneously. Yeah, so not simultaneously. <laughs> Got it. Um, as Variety explains, that's being done in a bid to combat piracy, but uh, poor quality versions uh, will almost certainly be viewed by U.S. fans before Christmas, um, particularly if they don't want to subscribe to HBO Max. While those overseas will no doubt wait until they can find the movie online if they'd rather not risk braving the local cinema. So either way, piracy and spoilers are still sure to be an issue. That's not the way you combat piracy. By releasing it early, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it'd be better to release it the same day so that you can't find a camcorder version of it online before, you know? Although I would imagine... It would be very easy to get a better version, a, a, a better pirated version of these movies now that the theaters are more empty and they can, <laughs> the people who less are less coughing the recordings can bring <laughs> yeah, in a better less, setup, you know, rent out a whole theater, <laughs> right? Just rent, yeah, rent out a whole theater, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, I'm bummed by this because I don't want spoilers and reactions and stuff. Like, I don't want to feel like we're seeing it late, nine days and, late. That's really late for, especially for a superhero movie. That's really late. I think day and date uh, release schedules have been become more common. Like Marvel used to come out in Europe 
a week early, but they don't really do that anymore for spoilers. Um, I thought that was like the new trend, so it's surprising that they're going this route. You know how unfortunate. Yeah. Will you try to now with Nick Cannon, or do you? Do you think you'll try yes. to avoid spoilers? You know? I hope I don't hear any, but we kind of did. We'll see. We may know the whole movie already based on that plot leak we read like two oh. years ago. Oh, right. You probably don't even remember it. So I don't. It's fresh. I don't good. either. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> um, Daredevil fans urge MCU revival uh, now that the rights have reverted back to Marvel Studios. The Netflix and uh, movie and TV rights of the adventures of the blind superhero Daredevil are expiring today, which means the man without fear could finally be used in any number of ways by Marvel Studios, where the property can be further uh, exploited for film and TV. I like it's exploited. Um, (laughs) Fans are making a last push to make sure that Netflix doesn't conjure a fourth season of Daredevil out of the blue and are, are also pushing for series star Charlie Cox for any future MCU Daredevil projects. The campaign is being run under the hashtag has, uh, hashtag Save Daredevil. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I like this Daredevil series, of course. Uh, I mean, although I don't need Charlie Cox to keep being Daredevil, I don't think he's like integral to the role. Uh, maybe I'm in the minority there. I like I like him. I like him as Daredevil, but I don't. It's not going to say he's if we get a new Daredevil in a couple of years. I'm just not going to not going to be upset about it. I think it would be, I agree that he's not integral, but I think this is like one of the few Marvel TV properties that like you could seamlessly fold in, you know? Sure. Like it's, you probably only, he probably wants to only fold in things that were good, you know, understandably. I would prefer to keep Charlie Cox, but it's not going to, I'm not going to be upset about it. I also would like to keep Kristen Ritter. Yeah. I think the Netflix stuff you could fold in without really like, relying on it because they didn't really tie into the well, MCU to begin with. Season one was designed with that idea in mind, but then that sort of fell away because they talk about New York and the incident and whatever. They you used know, they, to reference them more for sure. Right. And then that sort of yeah. fell away. So they could, yeah, like you're saying, they could easily fold all of it in. And just Especially stuff. if these rumors of like an adult section on Disney plus are true, which Mm-hmm. they're like almost they're all but confirmed that they're doing that you know they just don't know the name of it yet i think this would be the perfect fit for it i'd love yeah. to see a because daredevil even though it was great had like was hit and miss you know sometimes like it had some slow parts and right sure i think a shortened uh season under kevin feige would be really interesting to see i agree um, the Crudes, A New Age, opens to $14 million plus on a five-day domestic and a $35 million worldwide. On a three-day U.S.-Canada uh, basis, this is the biggest opening during the pandemic since theaters have reopened, even beating Warner Brothers' Tenet. The three days of Tenet's full domestic over Labor Day was $9.95 million, according to Comscore. As we mentioned all along, by historical Thanksgiving box office records, these numbers are awful. But by pandemic standards, they are some of the best box office figures we've seen. And that is largely uh, because Universal spent to spent money to promote the movie. Um, I also didn't know that this was coming out. Uh, I had no clue. I understand that they say Universal spent money to promote the movie, but like, I also don't watch TV commercials, so I don't... I'm I sure don't. they targeted children. Oh, sure, you know? fair sure. enough. 
I'm um, not, you mean they're not advertising on rest, uh, videos analyzing wrestling? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Dang. Um, but it's interesting because the ceiling has kind of been, since Tenet, it's like been $4 million, you know? Okay. So for something to get $14 million and $35 million worldwide is like more reminiscent of post, I mean, pre-pandemic times, you know? So there's a new bar, at least, you know? People thought yeah. Freaky might um, set a new bar, but it didn't. So it turns out it was a kid kids movie during Thanksgiving. I mean, it, it seems like kids movies are always the ones making all these monies, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a, mm-hmm. the, it's like how the Nintendo DS is like the best selling console. It's yeah, like it's, it's a kids game, a handheld. Well, it might bode well for Wonder Woman. Sure. Um. Netflix doubles UK spend to $1 billion in 2020. Netflix has doubled its spending in the UK to $1 billion, uh, $750 million, that is, um, this year, following the success of British-made shows, including The Crown, The Witcher, and Sex Education. Netflix's global TV chief, Bella Baharia, um, hinted at plans to continue investing in a big way in UK content during a Q&A with Deadline last month. And now the streaming giant has confirmed that is its increased budget uh, it has increased its budget by 100% on last year's figure of $500 million. A Netflix TV uh, spokesperson said, the UK is, inc- is an incredibly important market to Netflix and we're proud to be increasing our investment in the UK's creative industries. Good. I mean, like, it looks cool. like they're investing in what people like, so... Yeah, a lot of my favorite Netflix shows are, um, you know, from the UK. So I, it's interesting that they're, I feel like BBC for a long time was like the only outlet for UK made content. And mm-hmm. I don't know, this is a big deal for them more than us even because previously they've been just been making stuff for like their own channels a bit. And then kind of maybe they would find their way to America and they're a lot smaller than we are, you know? So sure. their return wouldn't be huge. But this is like becoming a huge industry for them. And they're like, it's basically like a worldwide trade now, you know? Like they're making content for the rest of the world, which is cool. Agreed. I hope to see that more with other areas, you know? Like it'd be cool if they, if they like invested in Korea or something, you know? That'd be, that'd be, be cool. very interesting to uh, to really branch out with Netflix. Now that they're the you know the biggest game in town, right? They can definitely take some more risks. They just keep spending, spending, spending. They still don't make money. It's interesting, um, but I think there's a language barrier. I'm not sure what else they could do this with because I don't know if people would. I'm sure some people would watch things in other languages, but I think the UK is the obvious go-to because Americans can easily hop on board. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Australia. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, th- there is a pretty healthy uh, film scene in Australia. I know I've I used to watch some independent horror movies out of Australia that I liked a lot. Babadook. Um, yeah. Or is that New Zealand? Um, Same thing. I mean, don't tell them that, but yeah, pretty much. Um, Demon Slayer overtakes Frozen in Japan. Japan's runaway smash Demon Slayer the movie, Mugen Train, um, continued its reign at the top of the local charts this Wednesday, I'm sorry, this weekend, as it neared $250 million, including Monday's Labor Day Thanksgiving holiday in Japan. They do, they do Thanksgiving over there? Okay. Um, Demon Slayer's total across 39 days is 
uh, 25.9 billion yen, which is $248 million. The anime adaptation has now overtaken Frozen um, to become the number three all-time biggest movie in the market. The next one to beat is Titanic, follow on, following uh, Japan's number one film ever, Spirited Away. Um, <laughs> it's not far behind. 250 million is insane. Like We were just talking about how 14 million was a win for America, you know? Right. Right. Well, they're like, I mean, what, what pandemic? I mean, right. it's good. They're, they're handling it way better than we are. Yeah. Well, because these people are out there wearing masks and being safe. I mean, it's just kind of proof that, like, if we had treated it seriously in the beginning, we could be back to multi million dollar, hundred, you know, in the hundreds movies. Right. Yep. Exactly. I don't know. But we have. Plus, this is just like massive for no like anime adaptation, manga adaptation has done. Right. It's been a while before. And this is basically from one country to a small country. So they're going over and over to see it. Um, I don't know. I hope we get to see it soon. It's supposed to come out in America a long time ago. Have you all watched the series? Yes, I love no. it. That's, I tried back when Ron back when Ron and I were friends. I tried <laughs> to watch it, <laughs> and then I I did the thing where I pushed you hard. And oh, you did it you, before? No, I'm gonna watch up. it. I'm gonna watch it. No, I'm gonna watch it. Don't know. Stop. I'm gonna watch it. You can't I just I have other things. You can't, push Ron, you can't push Ron too hard to watch something because then... I have other gonna... things on the docket. No, you don't. Your What I Done Did was blank this week. True. Been I have been... I have been see, because I don't like talking about stuff until I'm done with it. I have, I've started watching Steven Universe Future. I'm almost done. That's okay. very quick, but I don't get time to watch it. So, well, luckily, Ron, you have I'll like probably years all day. until season two comes out. So True. Very true. Oh, I, uh, there's one more piece of news that isn't on the on the article, but it popped up on my Google News. This is relevant for Dylan, I'm sure. Uh, Dylan, on Wednesday, the McRib is coming back. What? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it's so weird <laughs> to me that people just care about the McRib so much. Um, I, it comes back so often. Right? <laughs> like, like, I didn't know it was gone. Uh, <laughs> but apparently it's been gone for eight years, according to this article. That's a, that's a that's, lie. That's, a, that's a lie. I don't believe it. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, so there you go. Um, I think that's all we have. For so uh, Shin Godzilla, uh, right? Shin Godzilla. Oh wait, crap. Uh, no, uh, Fast and the Furious. I'm looking for other news. Do you guys know what Toxic Avenger is? Yes. Yes. Of course. They're rebooting it with Peter Dinklage. Really? Huh. I'm okay with yeah. that. Huh. And also, okay. there's a Pinocchio movie coming out on Christmas Day. Not the Disney one, but. Some live action Pinocchio movie. D- you know what, Dylan? Let me. That's let me, not the Disney one. Some other studio. It's an open huh. IP. Dylan, let me get you to predict uh, the big, the big match tonight on AEW Dynamite. The big, the big match. Is that what we're doing? J- John Moxley is defending his title against Kenny Omega. Who's going to win? I have to see them. I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It, if you talk to Eddie, I have a perfect track record with his MMA predictions like he's gonna start putting money on it he'll show me the two people women or men and i can tell you who's gonna win really yeah i can just tell by looking at him okay one of them just looks more like a winner you know ready to throw hands on the other you know (laughs) (laughs) but did you have jake paul or logan paul whichever paul won that boxing match one of the loser paul i wasn't part of that wow that was a whole thing 
He said that I something. didn't understand. But anyway, because so I was like, <laughs> so Nate, no, no, wait. Nate <laughs> so Robinson. I was like, he's fighting Nate Robinson, and I was like, who is that? Like, I know that name. I was like, oh, the basketball player. Oh, yeah. that's why, why did they it, fight though? I no reason, no reason at all. It's, one of the the loser Paul thinks he can, you know, he's a wrestler or, or boxer. A, a boxer. He Sorry. won though. That is true. <laughs> but he also sucks. Yeah. We have time for me to ask Ron a question real quick. Yes. Yeah, ahead, Related to what we've been talking to, but relative to the podcast. Oh no. Um, have you no, it's not. Have, did you okay. play the Miles game? Did you finish it? I did not know. I, I finished the story though. Like I was watching people play it on on a, on the thing. Was it good? Were you happy with it? Yeah, it's fantastic. Talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, like, I, I want to play it so bad, but I, at this point, I think I'm just gonna wait till I get the PS5 and play it. Okay. In in the better quality. All right, Dylan. (laughs) I sent you a picture of both of these two competitors. Ooh. And I want you to to pick it for me. This is a big deal. This is a big, huge match. Oh yeah, Kimmy Omega's gonna win. The guy with the short hair. Really? Oh. He's yeah. going John Moxley. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> yep. John Moxley is going to retain against Kenneth Fortnite Omega. 100%. Kenneth Fortnite Omega. Um, 100%. Cool. 100%. Okay. That that would be a big disappointment because uh, I, I, I got Kenny Omega picked, man. No, he's not going to. That is an interesting choice, Dylan. Just look at him. Okay. Yeah. He looks like he wanted to throw hands. He, he doesn't. No, the Moxley other guy does. Throw hands. Yeah. 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 No, that's this one, man. The short guy here. The short John, guy. John short Moxley, hair. otherwise known as Dean Ambrose in the in the WWE. Yep. We're, we're gonna talk about Fast Fast Six. Um, we watched uh. this movie. Uh, it came out in 2013. I saw it uh, last week. Uh, uh, 71% Rotten Tomatoes, 84% uh, on the tomato me- on the uh, uh, audience score. Uh, directed by Justin Lin, uh, starring everybody. Starring the yep, crew, you know. So I, so Michael. Oh, so hold on, real quick. Real quick spoilers, real quick, Michael, real quick. spoilers okay. for fast. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Put that out there. Go yes. ahead. Lay it yes. on me. Um, where are you at now? After watching this, you've seen seven through one through one nine. Through. I've seen one. No, I've seen eight and Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Okay. Cool beans. Okay. Uh, so I have now only not seen seven, but I'm excited okay. to watch eight again now. Um, because I have come around and I'm about it. I get the franchise. You can't see me folks at home, but I am wearing a fast and the furious t-shirt that I bought at Walmart for $6 today, uh, uh, two days ago. Well, sure. The day we're recording, right? The day we're recording. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, um, it took six movies. It took six movies, but I get it. I get it. Um, and you know, maybe you can get it too. Uh, and I didn't realize. So, is Jason? Did Jason Statham just replace this actor that plays Hobbs in this movie, or is that a different Hobbs? It's a different Hobbs. Okay, Shaw. It's a different Shaw. It's a different Shaw. Sorry, Shaw. That's, yes, a, that's sorry. his brother. <laughs> well, did you, Michael? We've talked about this. Did you watch the end credits? No, uh, Michael. <laughs> it was Jason like Statham immediately after. <laughs> shows up at Michael must like. Oh, oh as soon as it's done, oh, shuts the laptop. Boom, well, see, it's over before see, the logo okay, shows. But up. y'all didn't watch the after credits for the first one, where Vin Diesel shows up in Mexico. You're right. I forgot about that. You are right. Uh, and then yeah. I stopped, okay, and then I stopped watching. There is a mid-credit scene 
where okay. um, at the end, <laughs> uh, Shaw <laughs> shows up and kills Han. Like oh, Statham shows up. It's a yeah. It's a pretty climactic. Uh, wow. He's, he's in Tokyo, and he's he uh, Han's car explodes, and he's walking. Statham's walking away from him, and he's like, "You don't know me, but you will." On the phone, and then he hangs up. Fast yep. and furious. They set up the okay. next villain. So basically. they kill a major character in a mid credit scene? In a mid credit yes. scene. That's mm-hmm. wild. Okay. Because, okay, so I I was so confused because I know y'all said Han died in this movie. And I'm like, but he didn't. <laughs> yeah, so I, I forgot too because I, I, I remember him dying on the runway for some reason. But it wasn't him. It was, uh, it was Wonder Woman. Right. She died on the runway. <laughs> I was like, oh, hold on, wait, where did he die? And then I end up not turning it off after after the movie was done. Right. Michael, I'm w- just gonna send you the next I will watch scene. I'll watch them. I'll watch them. <laughs> watch there <laughs> isn't one for the next one. Okay. Right, there's not gonna be one. He sits through them all for nothing. <laughs> right. We're not we're not doing Hobbs and Shaw, right? Like we, we reviewed that on the show. No, we reviewed that. Okay. Um, okay. But so this movie is great. It is terrible. <laughs> But in the best way, like they they've learned what their movie is. They've they've hit they they figured out their the vibe they're trying to get, and mm-hmm. not taking it itself too seriously. Uh, I enjoyed. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it's a it's a movie. It is. These are the best ones. Six, seven, and eight are the best. You know. Yeah, agreed. And probably well, and uh, probably nine. Too fast. Five, five is when they changed the formula. And then six is when they perfected the formula. Yeah, they dip their toe in in five. They're like, should we be insane? And then the answer is yes. In the and they got it insane. Yeah. My favorite part of this movie is when they're on the bridge and they're chasing a tank. Yeah, dude. I think we have the same favorite part. Well, that's yeah, gotta be everyone's dude. favorite part. But, but it ties into the end. It's when Vin Diesel like jumps across the crashes yes. his car to catch. Yeah, dude. Agreed, agreed. And then later. The dialogue is, how did you know that there was going to be a car there? And he goes, I didn't. I did. Some I things didn't. you got to take on faith. I didn't. And, and, then like, <laughs> and then like the Spanish guitar plays in the background. Like, that <laughs> is great. It's there were some bonkers. crazy Vin Diesel physics in well, yeah. this movie. That didn't even make sense. He jumped. Well, he, I don't know. The collision he, did the not The collision make sense. propelled him. It's like a, like a rocket propelled grenade. Enough to stop her propulsion yeah, yeah like yeah. she's probably <laughs> he's tiny i think michelle rodriguez is probably bigger Dylan, than him. did you watch the fifth movie they drug a bank vault behind a car <laughs> i guess there was like a part in the hangar in the plane where he like flew also he like jumped <laughs> he in the air what, and he what, like, oh yeah somewhere. dude what if yeah, you find dude. out that vin diesel can fly <laughs> how That's old were you when you found out so we were talking about this in the store today black superman yeah yeah we vin diesel the sort of day what film franchise would you most like to see crossover with this for real not just the sonic one like we've been talking about as a joke and obviously with transformers makes the most sense but my pick is fast 10 is actually a sequel to armageddon okay okay so there's another <laughs> space, space yes there's another space-borne disaster but this time the moon's gravity this is the plot I've come up with. The moon's gravity has gotten thrown out of orbit and it's messing with the tides. It is creating all these typhoons and all this problem. Um, and I don't know what the BS science they make up is, 
But what has to happen is they have to get Vin Diesel and his crew to drive their cars on the moon to, I don't know, fix the gravity in some way, to reverse the poles or something. Huh. Mm. They have to they have to fit gra- anti or extra gravity devices to the cars to weigh them down so they can drift on the moon. I I'm about yeah, it. Dude. It's fine. I, yeah, I, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know how else they're going to get to space. You I don't can't wanna, spring I don't, this on me. I don't know. I don't know what. I, I got two choices. Okay, I got go two. Transform. I was going to say Need for Speed. No, no, no. I got two. I I have. They're both whatever. Go ahead. The Matrix is the first one. I, I'm I mean, I'm in for it. Just somehow the Matrix, the well, second one. Yeah, John Wick. I've only seen the first one, so I don't know enough about the expanded universe of. It don't even matter, John Wick, dog. Those make sense. I could I, see that happening. I think the Matrix works really well because then you could have like the car. You know, you have people mobily <laughs> jacked in, sort of like they did in the first one, where they're like in the van. Right, exactly. And exactly. And so, like Vin Diesel gets jacked some in crazy, because some crazy drives. They try to do a, a a cryptocurrency heist. Crypt, there you go, boom, there it is. That's easy. It. And you do that inside the Matrix, and so they money sprinkle. But, but then all the dead characters come back because they're back in the in the Matrix. You know, boom, easy. Yeah, Wonder Woman back. Yeah, Wonder Woman's back. She's not coming back. What else? Yeah. Well, fair enough. <laughs> um, man, I don't have to think about this. Uh, maybe. Herbie, or <laughs> Herbie, uh, or, or tra- transporter. Ooh, <laughs> but because but, then it could be like Shaw used to go by your real name, transporter. whatever his name is. Transporter. Be, no, no, so no, 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 no. you should go by your real name, Crank. Yeah, Crank. I was gonna say if we were talking to Austin, he'd be like Crank. Duh, easy. But Crank's not like a driving movie like Transporter is. You Italian. Know? It can be though. Italian job has Charlie Theron. More crossover. She could about- go by her real name. <laughs> you, why didn't you go by your real name? <laughs> Italian job. <laughs> Italian. That's the name. <laughs> no, Idris Elba, why don't you go by your real name? Uh, the guy from Pacific Rim. Duh, jeez. I mean, you know. Oh, Luther. So real, real answer. So real, real answer. Yes. Into the Spider-Verse. Okay, that's... <laughs> Well, see, but we've already got the animated one, so I don't want an animated crossover. I want live action. I would think I'd like John, uh, the John Wick idea because then it could turn into Keanu Reeves reprising his role from Speed, <laughs> where like he's on something and they can't stop, you know, and he's got Dom's got to help him. He's going too fast. But no, I, oh, so John Wick would be the villain of the movie, hmm. okay. of the Fast and Furious movie, but technically. The Fast and Furious crew, the family, is the villain of the John Wick movie. So if you watch it in different perspectives, you about, get two movies. What about Blade Runner? Yeah, dude. Like a cyber. What about Ron? Won't appreciate this. What about Mad Max? Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't Fury Road, except for right. these characters. So, but for, but you have to have a reason for them to still be alive in an post-apocalyptic time. Well, they never die. It's all about family. Oh right, <laughs> family yeah. is eternal. You're right. Christine? I mean, Christine. Just thinking of car movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. What about Cars? Speed Racer. The movie no. Cars. Cars. I'd be Lightning, down with cars. Lightning McQueen with Vin Diesel, that animated I'd one be from that Netflix show. I'd down, dog. No, I live action Lightning McQueen. <gasps> I'm okay with that too. <laughs> and Mater, you gotta have Mater. And, yeah, you gotta well, have Mater. Mater. Mater works at the the the. 
that's where they find Mater at Bristol or what? Well, not Bristol, Barstow, where, where Barstow, Romans do Barstow, it. baby. That's, and that's where they find Mater because they'll bust it up. And, we well, ain't hungry no more, cuz. <laughs> and our pockets ain't empty, cuz. <laughs> they paint. They paint Dom's car red until it, it should go by its real name, Lightning <laughs> McQueen. Uh, and then so, a face pops out. I think. <laughs> I mean, I think the real, the real, honest answer is Transformers. I think that makes the most sense. I don't even like Transformers, but I think Optimus Prime. Oh boy! Comes to Dom, Dominic Toretto, because um, he needs help. Because the Decepticons, or you know, whatever, and the the, the AllSpark is dying in all the Autobots. And the only thing that they can fix it with is NOS. <laughs> and that creates the fam spark. And that's how the Vin fam Diesel, spark. Vin Diesel's car becomes a transformer. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah, that's this is the most seamless, uh, same tone, you know. Yes. That movie writes itself. I think that's the most seamless. I mean, I just wrote it for you. What do you want? I mean, and then Sonic shows up in the end credits <laughs> and kills Han. <laughs> Kill kills Han. Han again. <laughs> no, we're You don't know me, but you will soon. <laughs> Why don't you go? Uh, <laughs> meet me. But it's but it's the original design Sonic before they fixed the CGI. Yes, I'm about it, dude. Yeah. I so, oh, okay. Man. I think these movies are great. I'm I'm on board. Now I'm extra gassed up to do this this RPG. I'm on board. So how do, how do you feel, Michael, about the uh, longest runway ever? Oh my god! Like where where is this supposed to be? So so I was thinking about it when I watched it. It is a airbase, a military airbase. They might have longer runways. But it was going on at full speed for like. Don't don't worry about all that, Dylan. (laughs) They were going in a circle around the the airport. Why aren't they just? Don't worry about that. (laughs) I don't get why Gal Gadot had to fall out of that plane either. Didn't really. Didn't make sense to me. No, she had to release heroic uh, sacrifice, Dylan. Family. They wanted her out for the for the next movie. They wanted someone else they can bring back in ten. They they traded out. They're you like, no, we have Letty too. now. That's too many women. We gotta. We gotta no, she's definitely coming out. back. So, she's gonna somehow save Han. Who hasn't come back? Who stayed dead? No one. Um, I mean. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know nobody. I mean, I haven't seen the next one, so I can't answer that. Or the next two, because nobody even dies in this movie. Based on the trailer for Fast Nine, I don't think anyone's dead. Because Han's back in nine. Yeah, oh, right. The, uh-huh. Yeah, Han's back. Giselle's the only one. Yeah, she's oh, the only one. Gina Carano. Oh, yeah. which one was she in? She was in this, this one, this, Michael. This oh, one. was she? In the, who was she playing? She was Before the lady. Late, the Rock's right hand person. Remember, oh, they, they, were, they were doing the fights. I don't really know what Gina Carano looks like, other than like I've, I've only seen her in Mandalorian. Um, um, she's a pretty forgettable actress, so I don't. Yes, she was like, know. "You chose the wrong side." B word. Oh, um, like, wait <laughs> till you see Ronda Rousey in the next one. Oh my god! All right, I forgot. Chef Kiss. It's an amazing role. The best Sorry, acting I, I've ever seen. I her forgot. acting is bad on WWE. I'm sure it's not much better in this. It might be the worst acting I've ever seen. Ooh. I haven't oh, seen so, Seven in a while. So after after Fast and Furious, we're watching The Expendables. Yeah, dude, let's get it. That That's who they cross over with, is Fast and Furious. And the oh, yeah, I didn't even think about Expendables. Yeah. Meh. Oh, man. This, okay, Terry so, Crews and The Rock, dog, you know? 
You know, I love The Rock in this movie. He's he's really just really he's he's figured out the character of uh, Luke Hobbs. You know, <laughs> he's he's figured out the complexities and the ins and outs and the, the subtleties of Luke Hobbs. So you probably would have gotten more out of Hobbs and Shaw had you, yeah, well, seen I'm the gonna, rich history of Hobbs. Even though we're not reviewing it, I am going to watch it again. I mean, let's review it. Screw it. <laughs> you're gonna watch. You're gonna watch Fast Seven and not understand how Shaw is a good guy in Hobbs and Shaw. Because I don't. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's still on in this movie, apparently. Yeah, it's fine. All's forgiven. Family's family. Family is family. Oh my gosh this this movie. Okay, so if you've never seen Fast Six and you've if you've gotten this far with us, uh, I think you can just start at five. I don't know. Well, I would say start at five, even though five's not the best. But watch two, watch one, please. Yeah, please just watch, watch them all. Two. Watch one, two, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> skip three and four. Just skip three and four. It's pretty arbitrary. You get nothing out of them. Yeah. Other than they introduce Han, which well, Han though. Really like Han. <laughs> I don't Han. get why people like Han so much. Like, well, who cares? He's fine. Drift King, DK, DK, baby. <laughs> oh my god. And then little bow wow? You just don't know? A little bow wow. Oh my god. Sorry, uh, Mr. Bow Wow. I'm sorry. Just wow. bow wow now. Just bow wow. Yeah, yes. Mr. Bow Wow. Um <laughs> so anyway, that's fast six. Um the next one, fast eight, uh or I'm sorry, fast seven. Seven, yes. Is <laughs> The highest rated one, it appears, with 82%. I think the next okay. one might be my favorite. I can't remember, though. Um, Spy Racers technically has the highest at an 83%. Yeah, right. dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's for kids. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen 7 since it came out. So that should be Are we Me neither. The- I'm excited. Are we going to play the PS2 game also? No. Oh. I'm sorry, boy. Okay. Just the RPG sorry. that you make. I'll watch it. I'll watch somebody play it on on YouTube though. We'll we'll play the RPG for an episode one time. Whenever when I when I get it done, it's going to be great. <laughs> um, anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week, everybody. Um, if you want to play along at home next week, I think we're just uh, we, we're not watching anything next week. The next movie we're watching is in a couple weeks. We're watching Dune, the original one. Oh no! Um, so yeah, no. Next week uh, we're we're doing something else. So stay tuned for that. But anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Later, guys. It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs>